0: Hello. Welcome to this episode, everyone. And technically, this is part four. I had originally planned to take down the three-part personal series that comes before this episode. It was meant to be a pop-up episode, and I just received a lot of messages from people asking if I could keep it up a little longer and a little longer and a little longer because they were sending it to friends um, or needed to listen and were on vacation or whatever. They couldn't fully tune in. So anyway, I ended up leaving it up an extra week. And then I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to leave it up for now. I might take the other three down, but this one will always stay up because this is the universal truth and wisdom and lesson that is relevant to all of us in any season of life and business and all the things. So for now, this is technically part four of the personal series, which is the, the wisdom that I've received from going through all of it. Um, and also for now, I'm going to leave parts one, two, and three live until it feels like that's complete. So if you ever listen to this in the future and you're like, wait, where's parts one, two, or three, um, they may or may not be there, which is why I'm not titling this one part four, but it is technically part four anyway. As I have been going through this insane portal of death and rebirth, literally, and um, if if you haven't listened to parts one, two, or three, I shared about a painful late miscarriage experience that I've navigated this year after a very long uh, fertility journey, and. I'm now a few months outside of our loss, and I've been sitting in the space of 2023 just not being what I wanted it to be, of not being what I expected it to be, and yet knowing in all of that, there's still so much there that I needed it to be, right? And in the previous episode, I shared how I was not giving it to you with a silver lining or a bow on top of it um, because there isn't... One, you know, and I'm not here for the bypassing or the toxic positivity piece, but in everything we go through in life, there's wisdom. And I've been able to really set in the grief. I've been able to really set in the internal transformation that's happened. I've been able to really connect with the landscape of my soul in a way that I probably was never able to access before, especially in these depths. And I've talked to so many of you who have had the very same experience this year and maybe different circumstances, not necessarily a late miscarriage, but, or a miscarriage in general. um, But there's been a lot of real sudden changes and very real experiences of transition and loss and growth and pain with that growth. And some of you have shared about your divorces. Some of you have shared about the loss of a loved one. Some of you have shared about chronic health diagnosis. Uh, There's Some of you have also shared your miscarriage stories with me and I'm just so thankful that we have a community where we can talk about these things, honestly, and it doesn't have to be all like rah, rah, everything is perfect. And in that, we can still come from a place of power and not from playing the victim, right? And I think that's what I wanted this episode to be, this part four episode to be. I wanted it to be about that reclamation, the reclamation of who you are, even when things don't go the way you want them to, what you're capable of, even when you find yourself at a at a place that you never expected, what you can create for yourself and how you can tap into your desires, even if you feel like you're constantly losing, right? And so... You know, we're in we're in a season where many of us have just had a hard 2023, a really hard year, and for many of us, it's on the heels of what's been a hard few years, right, since COVID and, and the 20s in general, whether that's economic issues, whether that was the pandemic and all the changes there, whether that's the wars that have been going on and just the political... Whirlwind of trauma and horror that we've been exposed to, there's a lot. There's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot, and there has been a lot. And I wanted to share my process for moving through some of the a lotness this year, the, the things that have felt really, really big, the things that have felt really confronting. And how I've been able to anchor myself in that and just share a little bit with you in case you're finding yourself at that place of, I didn't expect to be here. I'm feeling pretty big feelings I'm, I'm navigating really big new things. And I still have hopes and dreams and I still desire to make the rest of this year amazing. And, you know, the the marketing messaging, all the stuff that we're receiving now is already assuming the year is done. It's already assuming, okay, what are you doing in 2024? And I just want to remind you that there's still a solid amount of time left in 2023. By the time you hear this episode, there's at least eight weeks left in the year. A lot can happen in eight weeks. A lot can happen in one week. And the goal of this episode is just to bring you back to that power, just to bring you back to that belief that like the year's not over. You don't have to co-sign that this year was a year of loss or this year was a year that you didn't achieve what you said you wanted to achieve, whether that's a thing for doing or a way of being doesn't really matter, but we still have time. There's still time. And, and part of just coming back and softening into the truth of that is just allowing time to not be this pressure cooker or the super linear thing that dictates our success, our worth, our value, uh, what's possible for us, or all the other things, right? And there's five Ps that I've really been leaning on throughout the last few months, and I'm leaning on them now as I come towards this last slice of 2023 and I said to myself look we can throw in the towel I don't think anyone would blame you if you said you just wanted to kind of siesta and chill and coast until the end of the year if you need to do that okay let's do that but when I really sat with that I I really realized no I don't want to do that I have been present and really I've sat with my grief but I need to move forward. I want to move forward. I have a big vision for my life. I have a big vision for my business. I have a big vision for my clients' lives and for the people I want to help and serve. And I'm not measuring that based on days and weeks of a year. I'm just measuring that with what is available to me. And right now this is still available to me. And so how do I move forward knowing that this year has turned me inside out in a lot of ways, and maybe that's exactly what I needed to have happen. But how do I anchor myself in that and then still do something really cool with this gift of time that we have? And I came back to a process that involves, as I said, the five Ps. The first is presence. The second is peace. The third is power. The fourth is purpose. And the fifth is prosper or prosperous. And I'm going to go through those with you because I think for all of us, no matter whether you've had, you know, quotes here, air quotes, I've got my fingers up, but an amazing year where everything's worked out and you're so excited and a lot of your th- dreams have come true, awesome. Or whether you've had, A really, 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 really hard year and you're on your knees and you're exhausted and you feel defeated and you're grieving and there's not a lot of hope and you're just tired. Or maybe you're someone who's had a bit of it all, really, really high highs and really, really low lows. And you've just been on that roller coaster of, okay, we're good. We're good. Oh no, we're we're falling. And oh my God. Okay. This is awesome. Oh my God. This is great. Ah, this is sucking whatever. We don't have to look at things in such a binary way and we can come back to the truth that it all can just exist. And within that, we can embody these five P's so that we're anchored and we're grounded and we're not bypassing whatever is present for us. And also we're not stuck. We're not paralyzed. We're not frozen. And so the first P is presence. And presence for me is really about just being with what is. For me, that means I'm not living in the past, so I'm not reliving the trauma that I experienced this year. I'm not sitting in uh, some of those really hard memories. I'm not allowing them to consume my mind. And I'm also not projecting onto the future. I'm not running towards what's next. I'm not running towards bypassing or fixing or skipping this part. And I'm just present with what is. So whatever is present for me as a result of some of the trauma and the things I've gone through this year and whatever is present for me in my hopes for the future, but I'm just staying in the present. And the thing that's allowed me to do that is to have a daily practice of slowing down my day, of being present with my body, of spending 30 minutes in conscious breath work, And at least four to five times a week doing meditative movement. That has really allowed me not to just slow down and dial down the the clutter in my head, the noise in my head, but it's really reminded me to stay in my body. And when I stay in my body and I'm really connected to what sensations are alive there, I'm constantly moving energy. I'm constantly in a state of healing. I'm constantly reminded to sit with what is, right? And that's the meditative movement. So it's not like I'm running all day long on the treadmill. It's not like I'm doing hit classes. I definitely still have some, some cardio in my week, but it's really that meditative movement of conscious being in the body, and that has been a huge gift for me because there are times where that's really, really, really hard. My anxiety has been high. My inability to sit still has felt acute. And I've been able to just be with what is. And that segues into the second P, which is peace. Peace if I can be in my body and if I can be with what is and if I can slow things down and just like allow my mental clutter to soften, then I can find peace in the storm. Then I can, and and I really mean that. I've been able to find peace in the storm because what happens is when you're in your body, you're confronted with a lot of different sensations, not all of them comfortable. But if I can be with what is and I can be in the body and I can be with my breath and I can allow the noise in my nervous system to soften and regulate and I can allow my mind to stop running the show, I've, I've been able to find peace. And when I find presence and peace, I'm really, really, really grounded. I'm very anchored. And that allows me to tap into my power. And when we're in our power, we're able to connect with possibility, right? But what's possible if we're not sure about what we want to do in this world, about who we want to be in this world, and why any of it matters? And so that's why from being present and finding that place of peace within We can access our power for a sense of purpose, okay, for something bigger than us, for something outside of whatever immediate problem we're dealing with, or whatever trauma feels really big for us, or whatever thing is just really consuming in our life, really. We can start to look outside of us and being in a place of power with purpose allows us to be in a place of generosity. And generosity for me is really closely related to gratitude. When I give, I give thanks. You know what I mean? Like when I'm when I'm giving to others, when I'm coming from a place of love and service to the world, when I'm not just feeling super consumed by my own world, whether that's my internal world or my little bubble, my immediate bubble of life, when I'm connected to something else and I'm zoomed out, then I can really remember, like, this is all so much bigger than me. Life is so much bigger than me. This problem that feels really big in my life is also part of something much bigger than me. And my life is bigger than this thing. Right. And and so by being in that state of like purpose, we're able to zoom out and not sit in the problem because especially big problems or very loud problems can feel like they are going to be permanent and they're going to be there forever. And that can really change us as people Whereas when we can zoom out and we can see, hey, I had a life before this thing happened. I'm going to have a life after this thing happened. Everything is impermanent. This too shall pass. And I can still contribute meaningfully to my life and the world around me from this place of presence, peace, and power. Even if like really big things are happening in my life. And it's that forward motion that really allows us to then get really connected with ourselves and life again from this sense of contribution and community and being social beings. It's just such an important part of life. Getting out of our head, getting out of our little bubble, getting out of this like loudness of what's present for us as a problem Zooming out and contributing to the world around us and remembering that there's something bigger for us and that there's something beyond this. And from there, we find prosper. That's where we're enabled to prosper and we allow life to become prosperous because we're allowing ourselves to be with the flow of life even when things are hard. But it all started with being present, right? Do you notice how I'm not saying we have to like fast forward and and skip to the part we want to be with, but we have to sit with what is, find peace in that experience internally, ground ourselves, anchor ourselves, remember what our power is, remember what is possible for us, remember that we are here to live in community and to contribute beautifully to the world around us and we can use our experiences, we can use our power for something good and wonderful in the world and by zooming out and seeing the beauty there and seeing the generosity of spirit there and seeing the gratitude for life in general, right? Being able to hold that polarity. We're... We're just breathing life into ourselves and into the world. And that allows us to prosper. That allows us to thrive. That allows us to really integrate whatever wisdom we need to receive without bypassing, with not, without needing to fix it all, but to still be able to move forward forward. And this has been my process. This has been something that I've been sitting with. And in a few weeks time, I'm going to introduce you to the next phase of this business and uh, the next phase of a new business that I'm birthing into the world. But none of that would have been possible if I wasn't able to be present with what is. And that's going to look different for all of us. Some things that help me, as I said, with breath work and uh, embodied conscious movement. Personally, I found talk therapy really, really challenging. That might work really well for you. But just remembering that you don't have to struggle alone, okay? There are so many amazing tools that we can use. And... We have this gift of life. We have this gift of life that means that we're going to go through hardship sometimes. And there's always going to be beauty and goodness and love in the world. And we can hold both. We can hold both. But there's tools, there's support. And this is why we need community because it's not just a sexy word. It's just literal oxygen for us as human beings. We need each other. And I invite you to take a minute to just close your eyes. Close your eyes and reflect on what this year has has meant for you. Where you wanted it to go and where you found yourself. And as you're just focusing on your breath... Breathing into whatever sensations are there. Allow yourself to just be with whatever is. Whatever this year has meant for you. Any feelings of gratitude or disappointment, rage, sadness, grief, Remember that it is all okay. And from that place of being present with what is, I want you to come back to your power. What are you going to do moving forward? What is next for you? What is on the other side of this? How can you take one step forward towards being powerful, purposeful, and prosperous. And maybe you can see a lot of stairs on that staircase and maybe you can just see one step and that's okay. One step is totally fine, but let's get closer to that one step, the next best step that you can take to still come back to what is possible for the rest of this year for you. I invite you to write it down on a piece of paper, write it down in a a note folder on your phone, but just come back to the truth that there is still so much left of this year. And I hope and pray that it is the best of this year for you, that you remember who you are, that you are not whatever has happened to you, but that you are a gift to this world and you are here for amazing, amazing things. And I truly believe that the best is yet to come. So thank you for being part of my journey. Thank you for witnessing me in the vulnerability of sharing a very, very raw, tender, intense chapter of my life that I never thought I would ever share publicly, but you made it so easy for me to do that. Thank you for sharing your own journeys with me. I... Just want to remind you that you are not alone. We are all in this together. And I truly, truly, truly believe that where there is life, there is hope. And where there is hope, the best is yet to come. It just keeps getting better. It will. It will just keep getting better. So may the rest of this year be a gift to you and your business and your life and your health and your loved ones. And we will resume with our regular programming after this episode. We'll go back to business and marketing and mindset and strategy and systems and all the fun stuff, as well as, as I said, mindset is embodiment. It's the somatic experience. It's the soul piece of what it is to be a human and what it is to birth something bigger in the world, like a business, a vision. And I can't wait to continue to support you with all of that. So thank you for being here. The best is yet to come. I'll catch you next week.